At Ken Fish's Fusion Conference, Emma Stark told some astonishing stories. And (laughs) she said, it is so playful where I am in the church that I help lead. Because we're all just experimenting with trying to hear from the Lord. And so... (laughs) She said there was one time she was trying to get some work done and her assistant came in or one of the employees and was like, Emma, there is a door in the main room. It is like an open heaven door that we need to walk through right now. And Emma was like, well, okay. You know, kind of like there's other things that we could be doing, but all right. So she got up and she went and she, as the the head of the organization, went to walk through and she kind of circled the room, nothing happened. And her assistant was standing there with her mouth agape, like, oh my goodness. And she said, Emma, Emma, you walked right into the doorpost. (laughs) Now, again, this is an invisible door. I'm not going to say it's imaginary, but it's invisible. So of course, Emma didn't know exactly the dimensions of this door because she couldn't see it. This was only seen by her assistant. And so this time, maybe the assistant helped demonstrate where the door was and Emma said, so I walked through this invisible door and immediately fell out in the spirit. And then I guess all of her staff also walked through the door and they also like fell on top of her and they were all just in the spirit for a while. Okay, that's, I don't even remember if there was an end to that story, but that's like, okay, that's unexpected. Another story she told. So her ministry I mean, she goes and ministers and does prophetic words at witchcraft con- or witch conferences and such. And at one point, the head of a coven came to her and said, I would like to get out of the coven. And I think she maybe was actually the wife of the pastor in town. So all kinds of not awesomeness happening there. And Emma was like, okay, I'll help you. How hard could it be? And as she said, it turned out to be a lot harder than she had realized, but at one point, she was like, why are the witches always tracking our movements? What? Why do they always know where you are? And the woman said, oh, they, they implanted a tracking device in my left breast. And I don't think like an imaginary one or like a spiritual one. I think like an actual, she had surgery in order to do this. So, oh my goodness, Lord, the ways that we are unkind to your creation is truly almost beyond imagining. And so Emma said, well, maybe we can get it out with using supernatural means. And I don't know why she even had this thought, but I think this is kind of just the the sort of unexpected, out-of-the-box thinking that she's seeking to live in at all times. And so she said, I went to this woman's house and she laid down maybe like on her table or something. And she said, this is it's all kinds of funky, right? Like to do surgery on a breast with an invisible scalpel, like, oh my goodness. And so I guess, yeah, the woman just kind of exposed the skin and Emma took this imagine, not imaginary, but invisible scalpel. And I don't know if she called it like the Holy Spirit scalpel, but basically was like, Holy Spirit, you need to guide and help. And so she took this and you know, just kind of like was praying it through. And all of a sudden the tracking device fell out in her hand. So again, this wasn't 
this wasn't in the natural. There was nothing. She wasn't holding a scalpel, but was actually dealing with the skin and actually the physical manifestation of this tracking device fell out. And she said, so now we're experimenting with that with tumors. And if I remember correctly, they'd actually had one tumor, like literally fell out of the person's skin as well. I think there was maybe Jeremy Nelson also told a similar story. Maybe this woman had like four tumors that fell out or 14 or something um, dramatic, you know, where you're like, you can literally pick, pick up these items from they're corporeal, they're physical, they're there. And, uh, so (laughs) that to me, I hear those stories and I'm like, that's actually kind of awesome. I like really crazy, really unexpected, but in its own way, like, Ooh, that's really pushing the boundaries, but not all of the boundary pushing stories were super happy. So Bobby Connor told a story and again, he's 81. He's been walking with the Lord in intensity and joy for 54 years. And uh, at one point, he told a story about how the Lord said to him, go and give a hickey to that pastor. And he said, I think the reason the Lord is so close to me is because I always try to be obedient as fast as possible. On the other hand, with that particular instruction, he was like, no, no, Lord, <laughs> like, please say it ain't so. But the Lord was really clear, like, no, you need to go do that. And then I'll give you the prophetic word for him. And uh, so he went and he gave this pastor a hickey. And then I think the word was something about how a hickey is a sign of desire. And the the prophets and the pastors need to have a renewed desire one for another. But that is not a comfortable story. That story is like, do not like it. And then he told another story in a similar vein, where at one point he was over in France and there was a wealthy French businessman and the Lord said, nibble on his ear and then I'll give you the prophetic word for him. And again, it's like, really, Lord, that is just odd. And he said, so I was going in for like a little nibble and the Lord was like, no, 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 you go all in. And so he did. And then the Lord gave him a beautiful prophetic word for this man. But that... That is not comfortable. That's not comfortable at all. And then Ken Fish told a story about how at one point he was dealing with a young girl who was mute and he was praying for her to be, uh, for her tongue to be loosened. And the Lord said, spit on her tongue. And Ken was like, "Uh, this is a Lutheran church. They are not going to understand that. And so he said, I took the compromise way and I licked my finger and put it on her tongue and she was halfway healed. And no matter how much I prayed for her after that, she never got any more healing. And in retrospect, knowing what I know now, I suspect that had I been obedient, she would have had a complete healing. And so that's hard. That's a hard story. It's hard on every level. So yeah, there were reasons why this conference was like really a mind bender. You know, it's one thing to be like, cool, invisible scalpels, let's go, cure cancer, hooray. And then on the other hand, it's like, oh, and hickeys on people that you shouldn't be giving hickeys to. Oh, or a young girl who doesn't get her whole healing because the man of God in some ways chickened out, but it's... You can also argue it as like, he's not chickening out. He's just being respectful of the circumstance. That is 
hard. It's hard. And so, Lord, I come with this little batch of stories that I, I guess I, you could say I continue to wrestle with them. <laughs> I wrestle with them because they're, they're hard to hear. They're hard to navigate. They're hard to understand. Like, how do I even incorporate that story into my own life? And then how do we, how do we get to a point where we really recognize like, oh, it's the Lord who's telling me to give a hickey to that man. That, even with that, I'm like, I don't think I hear from the Lord clearly enough to be able to say for sure that that would be the case. And so Lord, I'm asking for an upgrade in our ability to hear you, that we would have an upgrade in our ability to understand what you're saying and what you're asking of us. Yeah. Thank you, Lord. We love you. Amen.